Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. So as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely and, and, and I be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be different, then joke's on you. I thought you'd get better. And you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. I'm I'm double fisting. So I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than it ain't gonna so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of A Spirit of Debate. As always, same great cast, new interesting topic. Uh, this one will be hopefully a fun one. We'll see. I don't know. Only time will tell. Uh, but with that, let's go ahead and get started. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? Yes, queen. Oh, great. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Oh, wow. He's finally joined us. Didn't see that coming, did you? No, hell no. No, but I'm so glad it came. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually the noise I make when that happens. When that, okay. (laughs) That's your face. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the missus finds it really weird, but I'm sure we've been together I'm long. Sure. Is it distracting? <laughs> At this point, it's on her if she has an issue. We've been together long enough. Uh, that's right. Great to be back, uh, gentlemen. Glad you're here. Uh, let's waste no time. Let's go ahead and jump into our drinks so that we can jump into our topic. Uh, going around the room, not doing a round robin. Everybody got to choose their own drink. Didn't put anything out there. Just letting you guys run with whatever you decided to do. So Grinch, since you were last in, you'll be first out. What are you drinking? Uh, I made an old fashioned uh just very classic spin on it um nothing fancy uh just you know i don't have demerara sugar but i've got you know sugar in that that realm i suppose and then that's okay yeah i think the only thing that matters is trying out this noble oak i'm not which is what uh it's a double oak bourbon and it's finished with sherry oak staves and uh it's pretty good you know, when I look at yeah. you, one word comes to mind, and that is classy. Yeah. And noble. Noble. Yeah. Double oak bourbon. Is that a local? No. See, uh, I, look, I'm a, I think oak. No, it's not. New, well, it says dis, distilled in Indiana. Oh. Hold on. Cool. So, yeah, depends <laughs> on the. <laughs> Thanks, Indiana. You did something right, finally. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Hold on, I should check. Do we have listeners in Indiana? I may have just ostracized them. <laughs> uh, if God you're from Indiana and you didn't like my comment, please reach out to a spirited debate uh, at gmail.com and please let me know. Uh, I'll continue to do it either way. And we'll explain to you what's shit wrong about Indiana. I've like <laughs> driven through part of it once. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Uh, all right. Double oak bourbon finished with sherry staves. Okay. Cool. And so just a normal old fashioned. There you yeah, go. Yeah, classy. Good. That's classy. Uh, Haas, what about you, brother? Yeah, I went for a Moscow mule today. It's, um, it's, been, it's been really hot here. I've been drinking a shit load of gin and tonics. I really didn't want another gin and tonic. So um, the other night, uh, Mrs. Haas and I went out to dinner and she had a Moscow mule and it was really, really tasty. And so I, yeah, it was so kind of waiting in the back of my mind. So I did. That's what I did. You, you got, still, a, cop, you you got a copper mug, go, right? Uh, Good girl. I'm so proud of you. You still Thanks, need to go try Dad. out that that uh, gin and tonic bar that's over there at that Hilton. Yes, in- I do. You're correct. Um, t- text me uh, that, would you? Because I remember you mentioning that, but I had com- actually forgotten until just now. So Until um, you reminded him just now. Yeah, but cool. I do. You're right. I, and I want to because I really have. I don't know where this came from, but I've really been into gin lately, and I'm okay with that. So what 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 did you use as your your Ciroc? Okay. I did Ciroc, and then uh, I like um, they have these Thomas Henry mixers here, and the Fever Tree mixers here. They're really really a big deal here, and I used uh, I used the Fever Fever Tree uh, ginger beer. Gotcha. And uh, uh, fresh lime juice. Grinch, I want to apologize for our long winded intro because you seem to be out of a fucking drink now. Yeah, but uh, you know I'm, you're gonna make I, it I gotta, work. I got to manage because. Yeah. Oh, you, you do that in some dogs you know if you need to run away and refill you let us know uh mac 
What are you oh, drinking? Look what's right here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy. I'll hand it up and over so you don't know. Uh, that that's I, that it. That was fucking great, dude. Fucking Grinch's Disney voices. That's it. Mac? I don't even know where to go. Um, Do you want me to tell a, you what you're drinking? Yeah, what am I drinking? Uh, you're drinking a margarita. A macarita. Yes, it's a macarita. A macarita. Fucking macarita. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fucking hot here. And um, I was out working all day this morning before we uh, joined the call. So I really did not feel like, one, thinking too much about putting anything together. Um, so it just went kind of standard. Obviously, everybody that listens knows I like the uh, the margarita. So you that's what I job? went with. Lots of ice. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Did you apply for that job? I have not yet. No, Why I need not? to go back. Chief, uh, Chief Margarita I, Officer. You need CMO, to do it. Chief Margarita Officer. Just do it. What, what, what are they going to say? No. Yes, you're hired. So uh, yeah, that could be an option. That's my point. Yeah. So do it. There's there's right. nothing wrong with it. with punching above your weight. Go for it. No. Well, that's hard to do with me <laughs> at my level. Fair enough. But I, but I interrupt. It takes a really long reach. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you. Standard question of what we we saw your knob go across the screen. What are you using? <laughs> he saw my knob go across the screen. Right. <laughs> he wants to know what tequila you're using. Oh, what tequila am I using? Yeah, um, none because I'm a pussy today. Uh, it is straight margarita mix. Um, again, it's fucking hot. lemonade. That's what you're drinking. It's basically lemonade. lemonade. Yeah, and I'm okay with that today. Said that's why it's a macarita. Exactly. non-alcoholic bevry. Hey, hey, per our other podcast, there's no pressure to drink at work. Pussy. You, you, you do <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just know anyway, that you. Did you guys just disconnect me? What? What? <laughs> what you bring to the table is going to be subpar right now, though, because you're not drinking. But it's Absolutely. okay to not drink. It's all yeah. right. All right. So you're drinking a macarita. Nah, if you, not, yeah. If you said you were doing that, and then just shots of Reaper. I'm That's a whole different whiskey. ball game. Oh, you know, really? I'm a fucking man around here, so I can put away a whole bottle of Reaper whiskey. <laughs> Says the guy drinking a non-alcoholic margarita at the moment. <laughs> You're a whole fucking man, bro. All right. I'm going to go get another bottle of Reaper whiskey so that I, I have it around it. the house. You want to do it? That's all right. Oh, right. I'm still waiting for Haas to show up in all leathers, but that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> So um, I'm trying to slim down. We can only see from like down. I'm hearing excuses, <laughs> not results. You're hearing a plan. Okay. Uh, then let's <laughs> move on to me. To stand up and go get a refill. You'll get an eyeful. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to move on to me. I'm last. Or a mouthful. Like, like uh, Grinch, I tried to be classy. Maybe I missed the mark a little, but I also did an old fashioned, but it is a Caribbean old fashioned. So I bought myself a really nice bottle of Diplomatica and decided to mix it with something just to piss Haas off. I'm kidding. Um, no, so I did a Caribbean old fashioned, which is uh, white rum, dark rum, a little orange bitters, tropical bitters, and then you know some some demerara syrup, which is just demerara sugar, and I made my own syrup, and then uh, and that's what I'm having. So I'm also having an old fashioned, but it is with a Caribbean flair. Yeah, rum. How is it? Is it good? It is actually really good. I do like the it, you know that tropical flavor because the 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 tropical bitters is passion fruit has like passion fruit. Okay, in it. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, so it's actually it's actually quite good. And uh, and I used for my white rum, I used the Malibu, so it was coconut. Oh, so it had I, the coconut flavor. Yeah, it nice. had the coconut. Uh, so it's actually pretty good if you want ever want to try it. So. And you used hold on wait you mixed Malibu and Diplomatica together. No, I don't own Diplomatic. I was being funny. Okay. It, it so what would you to, use for your dark rum? Uh, the Gosling's dark rum. Because it says oh, yeah. to use a, uh, a white rum and a dark rum. So those are the yep. two I chose. And I thought the white rum would be good with uh, the coconut. I was about to say, bro. Yeah. If you're you're going to do what? What are you going to do from over there? Together, what are you going to do? That's like Dayton Trailer Park. You know? You, no. You're no, doing nothing. You're doing no. nothing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing a Caribbean old-fashioned, a little different. Now, did you refine your own sugar? No, it's Demerara, so it's less refined. That's the purpose. Okay. Uh, it's it's more like a molasses base. It's not refined down to white sugar. They don't take all of the molasses out. So in case you need the education, you're welcome. Moving on. So as always to you gentlemen, with your with your Moscow mule, your Macarita, and your old fashioned, I say cheers to you. Another Apparently good show. this is the problem with this podcast is if you do it sober, it sucks ass. Probably. <laughs> So uh, now, Grinch, I see your glass is now full again, but you didn't leave. It's not, it's not full. It's not full. But is that that's just oak bourbon? Do you need that's to step smooth. away for a it's moment? Very good. 
Do you need to step yeah, away? Good. You're I'm good. I'm actually out of beverage. Do you need to step away? <laughs> I mean, if we're going to... This could get contentious, is, yeah. so I'm just saying. I'm staying. I'm staying. All right, then I'll stay. You're staying That's in the group. All right, I'll, I'll step, step away then. Fuck you guys. I'll step away. I'll He's right actually going to go make a drink. <laughs> Goddamn right I am. You're not going to do it. You're going to come back with more margarita makes you fucking liar. <laughs> Max said, suck it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, fucking A. All right. Well, let's jump into it. Mac, did you get another Macarita or did you actually? Uh, what's that? Sweet did you tea. Did you piss in a cup? Fashion. I don't know what that is. It's an old fashioned. I want to be like the cool kids. Nice. Then you failed miserably because <laughs> we're not cool. But that's okay. We still love you. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Grinch, do you want to step away? Now's the time. You don't want to know what I made it compares with? to you. <laughs> Actually, I get a second go at this, damn it. It's right, good damn it. To you. Um Yes, Mac, I want to know. Do we gotta do the drinks again to see what he's drinking? No. 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 Just one okay. quarter. I'll, I'll text you. I'll text you on the side, Grinch. Other people don't want to know. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Appreciate that. All right. Moving on. <laughs> So we did the cheers. We're there. All right. So let's jump into our topic. Everybody's got a drink. Everybody's ready to go. So yeah, this topic, I don't know how everybody's going to feel about this one. I wasn't sure. And looking back through our text messages, I got the feeling Grinch that you maybe weren't pleased with this topic or I don't know. Maybe you had, you had your, no, your I was, own. Uh, like Mac, I was confused at one point about what we were actually discussing. <laughs> that, that's and me. Then that's I was on less me. Confused on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what I was thinking. It just didn't translate that way when I wrote it. And you're like, what? I was like, are we, like, we going to debate tributes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, I know uh, what I said. I said the words. <laughs> I know what you said. So today's topic is cover songs. And in my opinion, should or should those not exist? I, I think cover songs are okay. I understand that they're a tribute and homage to the original but a lot of times there are some garbage ass fucking cover songs. So I guess my, my issue is I think about Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Uh, they were too worried about whether or not they could, that they didn't think whether or not they should sure. make a cover song. I was and, wondering if that's where you're going with that. Yes, it is. And a lot of times I'll hear like, covers. He covers? <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I'll hear covers and I'll go, what the fuck are they thinking? Why did they make this song? Because in my opinion, when you make a cover is much like for movies, when you're doing a remake, you need to elevate the original in some way. That's, this is my personal opinion. Bears no resemblance on anybody else in the group. But when you make a cover, you're paying tribute to the original. But you should make that cover distinctly yours. And it should be yours and yours alone. Reflective of whatever your style of music is. And a lot of times I think that gets missed. Or they try to push too far. There, there's something that just doesn't make that work. And so... That definitely needs to be something that's addressed when people are deciding, should we or should we not do a cover? If, so, that, if, that is, if, if that's something you want to do and you want to pay, uh, pay an homage or a tribute to... And or a licensing fee. Or, or that. Uh, to somebody that, that maybe was an influence for you, I get it. But it's like when, when people do covers and they're just fucking garbage, it's like, why? Why do they do that? So that, that's what I want to talk about was, should covers be done? And if they are, what should be involved in doing a cover song? Like they're, and, and if it doesn't meet that standard, then it shouldn't be done. So, so two two things that, that kind of I thought about when when this topic came up is is one I think we're obviously you know we're throwing Weird Al Yankovic out of the mix right away, right? Those are parodies. <laughs> yeah, not yes. parodies. Not covers. No. Although two, he was a fucking man, genius. No, no, he was a genius. fucking genius. And, and you know that could be a whole other discussion altogether. <laughs> It's his song, fantastic Word catalog. Is one of the cleverest songs I think yeah. I've Which ever one? heard. Word Crimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a genius. Um, white and nerdy. Yeah. It's just fantastic, too. But but we're not talking about that. And we're not talking about the guy playing down at your local bar. No. It's just an artist that's singing everybody else's song, right? We're, we're yeah. talking kind of established bands and or artists who are creating, you know, taking somebody else's song, like you said, to pay tribute or you know, recognize what they've done. That, that's what we're talking about here. Right. Not a cover band who basically right. their shtick is to just recreate, you know, you don't get to see the original band so you can go watch this cover band. And they, you know, they're right. not trying to elevate the song and make it their own. They're, they're basically just recreating it for Imitate. you. Imitate. Right. Yeah. And, and I think and so, okay. Oh, sorry, Mac, finish. 
No, no, that was it. I just oh, yeah. two things. Uh, I yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to add that as well. I mean, I think we're also taking off bands that, like, like you said, it's their whole thing, like, right. like Pentatonics or right. postmodern jukebox. You know, some of these bands that is their thing. They right. reimagine songs, and that's literally all they do. We're and, and remixes, right? We're not right. counting those. Yeah. No. Um, and then I started to go through just song after song, and and actually in Spotify, I created my own playlist, all cover songs. He's stepping away. It's happening, gentlemen. Oh, he's it's back. Look light. at that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I realize I look like ass one way or the other, but I at least am more clear to the camera when I have a light on. <laughs> I'm not quite as fuzzy. Um, and for those of you that can't see, he's actually turned around, bent over, and he literally looks like an ass. Um, no, he shaved. Yes. Mm-hmm. I-, I created a playlist in Spotify and just started downloading all of the songs, cover songs that I like and trying to understand why did I like this song? What was different about this song? Uh, Grinch, you put it out there when we were texting was an example I'll use here was Disturbed Sound of Silence, Simon and Garfunkel's original. The reason that song stands out for me is because Disturbed, being who they were, made that song distinctly theirs. There's no confusing that for the original. And in my opinion, in doing so, David Draymond with the vocals, I mean, he elevated that song, sounds good, makes it work, but distinctly made it Disturbed song. And I think that's the part that is, for me, critical when you're doing a cover is that you should make it yours. And, and so there's no confusion about, well, is that a yeah, cover? Yeah, the, the, the problem is, is when, when most people do that, they fucking ruin it. I agree. Like, and I that's would, why I they should be doing it. Every cover song that I listen to, one out of 10, I think is a home run. The rest are at best meh. I will say typically with covers i either like it or i flat out don't right there's no it's middle rare ground. i mean now and i will i'll, I'll add in this other category because there's some songs that have been done so many times and i'll, I'll use like hallelujah as an example so yes, many different we were talking about that earlier yeah and that it, it, and i'm good with that and, and most I'm people don't jo- realize jolene falls in the same category yeah, and most people don't realize probably... who recorded the original version right. of hallelujah. not at this point Every, everybody thinks it was jeff buckley yeah and it right. wasn't you know and it wasn't he's just the one that made it popular Right. Uh, I guess let me let me backtrack and I apologize to the listeners. Let me backtrack. So what started this topic was uh, in recent news, Metallica is now releasing the Blacklist album and it's to pay homage to their self-titled what is considered the Black album that was released in 91. And so they had 53 artists sign on. They could cover any of the song on any of the songs on the album. It's getting released uh, September 10th, I believe. All of the music, all of the proceeds and music are going to charities of the artist's choice, not Metallica, but the artists that are performing. And that's fine. And I get that. But in in listening to some of these songs, uh, Grinch, you put out one specifically, I was less than impressed. And so that's what started it for me was hearing that and then kind of jumping into other songs and going, okay, what else is out there? What else is disappointing? What else hits the mark? I was curious- and we recently, you know, um, that w- there was a song that L- John Weatherspoon uh, recently covered with. Who was it he covered that with? Daughtry, Daughtry. Chris Daughtry. Daughtry. It was Daughtry's yeah. song, right. and he asked Lejean no, no. to be a part of it. It was what? not Daughtry's song. It, well, it exactly. was his song that Chris Cornell. Well, no, I'm saying it was his song to cover. <laughs> he was God, covering right? it. Yeah. Um, I I have to be honest. I and you know I'm a huge Seven Dust Homer. Um, I did not like that cover at all. I, but I, here's, here's the question that I have on this because I played that for somebody for for Mrs. Mac this morning and she really loved it. Know. No, but she was like, if I hadn't heard the original, I probably would be okay with the cover. Of course. But having heard that original, in the vocals that Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder bought, brought to that, you you can't. There's you know we've talked about it before. There's some things that should not be you know, redone. And I think to me, that's one of them. Well, and, and particularly with such a unique vocalist like Chris Cornell, right. it's so hard to do, you know, well, what he did, what he do- did, you know, I guess past tense, but yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's maybe a little unfair in the sense that he is such a strong, unique vocalist, but I know I'm the same way. I did like, I heard it and I was just like, Ooh, like it sounded, well, it sounded like nails. Cause <laughs> Because I had heard the original. It's not what you I, expected, right? No. Right. And, and again, and like, like Haas said, it's not that I dislike the artist. Right. I just didn't. And it's art. 
it's art. That's the way right. it works. You know, right. you like it or you don't, and there's well, not always clear cut reasons. And the problem I have with that though, and I think this harkens back to something that Thor said is that in that kind of a case, you have to take that song and completely flip it upside down and make it your own to try and get away from the original because it was such a, you know, to me, it was such a classic version. The original was to, you know, basically what they did is they just took the exact same song and sang it the exact same way. Yeah. And I think that's maybe where it fell short. I think if they had, you know, and I don't what, you know, I'm not an artist. I don't know what you do to make it your own song in that case. Then it may have been a little bit different. Right. Uh, and again, Grinch, you put out another song by Chris Cornell that was covered and that was Say Hello to Heaven that was done by Miley Cyrus. I listened to that one and to me, much like the one she did for the Blacklist album, she covers Nothing Else Matters. Like she's trying to force a sound that is not uniquely hers. And listening to Nothing Else Matters, it's like she's trying to sound like that gruff James Hetfield and it doesn't work. Like she's almost pitching her voice in a way to sound like maybe she's been drinking and smoking for 20 years because it worked for him on that song, but that's not a her sound. And that's why I think yeah. I was kind of put off by it. Cause it's like, she's trying to force a sound that doesn't exist. Cause it's like, well, that's the only way you can sing it. No, sing it your way and see how it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I totally agree with that because I think she does have a raspy voice. Uh, Just naturally. Yeah. Hey, look, I listened to Hannah Montana for years. That's bullshit. It's like butter. It, yeah, you're you're wrong, <laughs> you Thor. Because if you listen to her when she's talking with Howard Stern about the cover of that song, like you can hear it in her normal voice. It's just that she's gotten older, and you know I'm sure the voice changed a little bit. Right. Um. You know, because she knew. She, I mean, she says flat out in the interview, she's like, "If you looked at the lineup, one of these things was not like the other," and I knew that. Right. I knew you know? that I didn't belong there. Well, she knew That's she was different. Yeah. Right. In that. Um, I mean, she didn't use the words, I didn't belong in the sense that, you know, clearly she was there. Somebody no, the, I, I'm saying did. people were going to look at it like she was the one standout that didn't seem to belong in that lineup is and, what her and, implication was. And I mean, I'm not a Miley apologist by any stretch. Um, I, I thought it was an incredible effort personally. Um, but to me, the other thing I look for is like, do they care about the song? Like, is it? It's not like I'm just stealing this song to do a cover of it because I need something else on the album. Right. I mean, <clears throat> like, and this, I don't know Alien Ant Farm, you know, but every, I think we all remember the Eddie, are you okay? Or whatever the fuck the name of the song was. Smooth Criminal. Smooth, Smooth criminal. criminal. Like, they literally didn't exist beyond that song. <laughs> right. You know, like, that was it. That, it was like one shot in the quiver or one arrow in the quiver. They fired it and they were like, well, <laughs> fuck. And, and, and so, uh, I mean, to me, what what struck me is one, the emotion of it. And and then, you know, flipping to the other, nothing else matters. I mean, you've got Yo-Yo Ma with, I mean, I almost listened to it just because I saw who was a part of it. Elton John. Elton John. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck craziness is this, you know? And interesting I, I enough, because, she, yeah, yeah, she doesn't play. So she's obviously needs members to back her in playing that. So I think it was interesting, interesting choices in terms of who she had. Again, for me, it was simply, did it work? No, I didn't think it worked. And maybe it's like, that's not a song you cover. I don't know. I, I, I will just say, I think, I know this isn't the topic. I think there's more to her than maybe is given credit. I mean, I don't know. I, would, I can't imagine a Yo-Yo Ma and Elton John lining up behind the vocals of somebody that they were like, this is a hack. I know, well, I mean, coincidentally, uh, according to RollingStones.com um, poll they put out, she has the worst cover ever uh, of Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Smells Spirit. Like Teen Spirit." I saw that. Yeah, I mean, so apparently she just she just well, a that shouldn't happen. <laughs> no, um, and, and b maybe she just needs to stay away from covers, you know, because they come in like a wrecking ball. And yeah, exactly. There, there's yeah, an like interesting. I, said, I liked it, so it, it's art. It is. And then yeah, that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Something I just Jackson didn't see Pollock it. Is art. Right. And it is. Well, I love Jackson. Jackson Pollock's good shit, bro. Okay. Why don't you painted a wall, Jesus. For, for the one guy, just saying, for the one guy on this podcast that actually great uh, graduated with a bachelor in fine arts, I'm going to say it was art. Just saying. Another one that I thought was interesting, and I don't know if you guys like what you always hear, Johnny Cash is hurt. See, to yep. me, I was going to know. He didn't write that song, right? 
Everyone no, knows that, nails. right? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, no, it was nine inch nails. Yeah, but, okay, but, 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 I'm but, but even even Trent Risner came out after he he heard it and said he welled up with tears and said that song's no longer mine. I, I get I that. Over. I think Johnny Cash's voice. He just, I mean, you can hear the pain in his voice when he's singing that song. To me, you know, I, I think it's one where I think the cover is better than the original. And for me, that's what a cover should be. Yes, that's yeah, my that point. Only, that only happens out of like one out of. Out no, of it's like I understand that. Yeah, I, and I, I mean, I'll throw out one that I don't know if it's better, but I was thinking about Metallica's "Turn the Page." Oh my God! Like, yeah, me, the Bob Dylan cover. Love that. I love listening right? to both of them. Like they Seeger? both are, yeah, it's, it's one originally of them. Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger, thank you. But I can listen to both of them and equally enjoy them. I yeah, like I like Metallica's better, and well, that not, again, it, that's me. Now, I mean, I prevail. Blank space. I like that better than Taylor Swift's. <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't because Taylor Swift don't Tay Tay's the shit. Yeah, don't, don't, oh, hey, don't hey I'm not talking Tay Tay. I'm not Tay Tay. Let me do it for you then. Um, no, you better stop. Or what? We're all we're all logging out. I'll come over there. <laughs> it's right. Bye. Yeah, because it's funny because I uh Seven Dust actually covers Hurt. And at the end, they say they they pay their homage to Johnny Cash, not Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, which I of course for me I think is kind of funny. But they do do a cover of Hurt, and then it's like, hey, you know, Johnny Cash, all Johnny Cash is like, he didn't write that fucking song. And yeah. you would think somebody in the music well, industry, they would know that. But, but that's yeah. where, you know, and it goes back to the, the song we talked about earlier, Hallelujah. You know, that's what made it more, you know, I think, you know, Johnny Cash made the song more popular. You know, we obviously, we all grew up listening to Nine Inch Nails. So we knew, you know, who that was. But if you've never listened to them, you know, and you sit down and listen to both of them, I think hands down the Johnny Cash version is better. And the same goes with, you know, Hallelujah. Was it? I think it's Leonard Cohen is the original Sounds singer right, on yeah. that. And I listened to it this morning and, you know, it's nowhere near as good. And of course that song has been covered, you know, as you said, Grinch millions of times, yeah. right? obviously Jeff Buckley being the most famous. Um, you know, I, I don't think the original is anywhere near as good as the, the Jeff Buckley version. Yeah, right. I, I actually think the Pentatonix version is one of the best versions I've ever heard. Okay, how do it's we kick so somebody off the call? Good. Well, again, I think it, hold on, it, it hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Phenomenal, phenomenal. You look like you're being serious right now. I am, absolutely, 100%. The Pentatonix version is the best version I've ever heard. Yeah, but he did send out a text, you know, with Foo Fighters and Dave Chappelle covering Creep. And I, I'm not even sure how yeah, he feels about that, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned. They're doing a Bee Gees album. No, stop. Uh, the Foo Fighters are doing stop. BG's album. Look, I know See, you're a Foo Fighters no, fan, bro, but come on. I'm fucking kidding. Come on. I'm not See, so, somebody's got some horrible. back taxes they got to pay. I am no, not sure, something. Um, yeah, what a bad I, idea. I mean, you, you bring up uh, Metallica's Turn the Page. Like, uh, Garage Incorporated, that whole album, I really like that album. Turn the Page is on there. Tuesday's Gone is on there from, uh, you know, a Skinner song that they cover. And they bring in a number of people. John Popper from Blues Travelers, Pepper Keenan from Corrosion of Conformity. Like, they bring in a lot of people to sing on it. That song's outstanding. Whiskey in the Jar from Thin Lizzy yeah, in the yeah. 70s they covered. That song is outstanding. They were able to make it work, but they made all of those songs distinctly theirs. And again, I, I'm going to keep coming back to this and I maybe hammer on it. In some way, I think you have to make it yours when people hear it. Johnny Cash may have taken Trent Reznor's Nine Inch Nails song, but he made it distinctly Johnny Cash. Like you said, if you hear the hurt in his voice and the pain, like when right, he sings but, it. You know, I think that's it, right? Anything that Johnny Cash sings, it's going to be distinctly Johnny Cash. Because right? he, he, he just has he that, does. He has that vocal that when you hear his when you hear his voice, you know exactly who's singing. Right. Uh, disturbed. You know, I think there's a few people that can do that. Yeah, disturbed off their first album, they covered "Shout" by Tears for Fears, and they made Which it distinctly theirs. Yes, me yeah, too. That, that was and actually pretty good. It was a different album, but "Land of Confusion." Land of Confusion they covered off ten thousand. Uh, ten thousand fists. fists in the air. Yeah, ten thousand fists or something like that. Yeah, they covered "Land of Confusion," and then of course they come back with uh, "Sound of Silence." Like they, they have they picked songs in the air tonight. No, that was non-point, and yeah, we were yeah. listening to that before yeah, yeah, you yeah. came on. Uh, and I've seen Nonpoint Live. They played that song fucking fantastic. I mean, I like the original, but I do love that version. And, you know, that's one of those things. I, again, I think when you make when you make the choice to do a cover in some way, I think you should elevate the song. There are some that they do. 
and I, I brought this up with Weezer. I love Weezer. Their Teal album in 2019, to me, was just fucking flat. Every song on there is a cover, and every one of them is forgettable. And I would rather go and, like, again, I say Africa, because that was the big one they pushed. I'd rather go and listen to Toto do it, because they sound fucking identical. If you close your eyes, you can't tell the difference. Well, what's the point in that? Why am I going to take the time? Maybe you needed to pay taxes or something. You need, maybe you were contractually obligated to 20 albums, and you were short ones, so you thought, oh, we'll do covers. But then why do covers and make them sound just like the original. I don't understand the point of that. That's the part where I'm like, why? That's a fucking way. Because there's a whole generation of people now that think that's the original is the original song or the original creator. So, you know, maybe, maybe they did something right by doing it. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, I'd be curious to, to have a conversation with a band just to say, you know, Hey, what, where did this come from? Like kind of what, why like you're established you know like like what really hooked you into this song so much so that you were like i'm going to spend time and effort into redoing it and and it's one of those you know i guess the following question would be like to what end because it's like well if i wanted to pay tribute it's like well if you paid tribute and then everybody forgets it afterward because it kind of sucks compared to the original like what have you done i mean and we i think we've all been there too where bands like randomly spring a cover song in their set hey, which is sort of in, in the middle of know, a concert and, is you know is okay i think to to do that you know but to actually record it and put it out is is yeah. i think completely different yeah or i've heard like montages and mashups you know and that kind of thing um and you know and if that's a way of them saying it showing respect say thanks whatever for bands that have influenced them i kind of get it um I, I guess i was just sitting here wondering i'm like you know, in the art world, like, I don't think anybody was like, hey, to pay tribute, I'm going to redo the Mona Lisa. <laughs> you know? And a they different should've. era, I got it and all, all that. But it's just one of those, like, it, it, I think it's only music that you, like, basically you take something, redo it in a different way and go, this is my tribute to it. Because, like, in the art world, you'd be like, motherfucker, that's plagiarism. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You just straight up copied that shit. That's not original. I mean, I'll be honest, one of the most forgettable portraits in the world is the Mona Lisa. And I've stood in the room with it and it's it's really it's not unimpressive. even that big. It's not, it's same, not it's impressive. Not, it's really tiny and yeah, it's it, just it, not, it's one of those things not. where you say, Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Now let me go <laughs> yeah, over to you know, people say and look at real art. Right. You know? um, it's like the same way I felt when so I much found the Welcome to Denver sign yeah. in Denver. I was like, That's the welcome to Denver sign? Like, yeah. yeah. That fucking thing isn't big. You know, like, it's on the side of a bar or a brewery. You know? yeah. And there are, and again, you mentioned them doing covers at shows. Uh, went and saw Breaking Benjamin in 2009, took my oldest daughter. And at the end of their set, they did a cover. I can't remember who the musician was. We lost that year. There was some major musician that passed away and they were doing uh, like a tribute. And the song was Aerosmith's Dream On. And while they played on the Jumbotron, they had all these artists that had passed away. And they did a fucking outstanding job on that song. Like I was like, holy shit. I mean, I was one of those come home, try to find it. Never seen it recorded anywhere. Cannot locate it, which is disappointing because I thought they did a great job. And so it's like, when you do something like that, why not put it out there? Because you did such a phenomenal fucking job with it. You sounded really good. You made it your own. And then I can't find it anywhere. And maybe, so I was, I was so it, disappointed. It huh? undercuts the, maybe they think it undercuts the kind of what they were trying to accomplish by doing it and it's possible is this a guess because I, I was thinking too because didn't i think tool did some did several tributes to neil neil peart uh on their tour before it got shut down pre-covid when he passed uh drummer i can't remember if that was like yeah i can't remember if that was a danny carey like solo or if they if they did song or any of their songs i just don't remember it wouldn't surprise me because a lot of well, people do lump him into the neil peart category because they're both just fucking outstanding drummers so. But you wonder, you know, and, and I think somebody mentioned it earlier, and it might have been you, Grinch, the, the royalty issue, you know, that, that very well could be why, you know, you hear them at a concert, you know, and I don't know the legality of all of that, but maybe that's why you hear them at a concert, but they never record them because the, the financial cost of it would not be worth it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, and, and I don't know what that cost is. I mean, I can just remember there was a band, I mean, they were pretty much like just YouTube. Um, and they would reimagine songs, not unlike postmodern jukebox and some of these others. And they were talking about the time and effort and money they had put into doing their cover and how it had been stolen, basically. 
and they were going through the legal process to say, like, this is now our, for all intent, you know, for lack of a better term, or our intellectual property. Like, we paid to be able to do this, and you just took it. Like, that's not how this works. I imagine it's 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 a decent fee, you know, and I would imagine the artists, each artist probably has some kind of mechanism by which they approve or go, Wait, mm-hmm. who wants to do heck no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, unless it's Weird Al Yankovic, you're not just approving everybody because, you know, that's when you know you've made it, right? Yeah, I'd pay him. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> and you would hear parodied by him. Yeah, you would hear bands say that, like, we've been parodied, so we know we've made it to the big time. Right. Uh, and I will tell you one genre that tends to always cover songs, good, bad, or indifferent, most of the time they're fucking garbage, is punk. They just seem to just pluck songs out. Doesn't matter what it is, and they they tend to just cover everything. And I don't know why, because most of them are fucking garbage. Because that's not generally a genre where most songs will just readily translate in terms of trying to cover them. But they still try to do it, and that seems to be their thing. More power to them if they can make it work. But uh, rare is the song I've ever heard done in a punk genre that I think worked. Well, and- I'm also not a fan of the here's the country version and the rock version or the pop version. Right. And I get it. If you wrote the song and you're like, you're both going to pay me. I get it. I don't care. You're right. like, I don't give a shit. You know, it's just one of those, I hear the two side by side. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, 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 listened to, I listened to an entire album of acoustic versions of rock songs today. And they were, they were all garbage. All of them. Garbage. Yeah. Horrible. There's a, uh, one of the doctor's offices I go to, they have, whatever the channel like Muzak or whatever. I don't even know what the services are anymore. And it's all acoustic covers. And it's kind of funny. Cause you're like, what is this? You know, like you can hear it and you're trying to spin it up in your mind. Yeah, you're like, right. What song is this? You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. It is a kind of a weird idea. Uh, I, I definitely would have to agree with you, Grinch. I would love to have a musician on this show and just talk to them and go like, you know, if that were possible, be like, what the fuck were you thinking? Or why do you choose a song? Or, or what, what is the antithesis of going, hey, let's do a cover. What cover? How do you derive what you want to come up with and what you want to do and how you want to do it? Uh, and then again, like, are there certain are there certain songs you just never do? I don't know. As musicians, are you like, hey, this this library of songs from these artists, nobody ever covers. Yeah, you know? I was thinking about that, too, because like, I don't think i've ever heard a cover of like lincoln park uh or prodigy you know the prodigy you know like bands that are just so unique with how they put their music together everybody else is like i'm not touching that right like i just but, but again i don't think i think that's just that a way. right that's not from a respect standpoint i mean it's yeah, probably a little bit, do it. but it's, yeah, it's more from a yes yeah, what, what am i going to do with this a right? logistically right. artistic standpoint yeah right. there's no way to yeah yeah right you're, they're you're in the garage doing the an garage. acoustic set of smack my bitch up yeah. Right. I mean, they're in the garage are, trying to do it and they're like, yeah, that doesn't work. Let's move on. Forget that. Uh, you can't you can't put a square peg in a round hole in most regards. Unless but, it's Friday night. Amen. But yeah, I mean, we like Preach. you said, I mean, earlier, you know, there are a few there are a handful of covers which completely supplanted the original. Because oh, yeah. like, I mean, Shinette O'Connor's nothing compares, you know, like, so everybody's concerned so wanna... certain she sang it first, you know, right. But did I think, and, and I want to ask this question, because I don't know, I don't think Prince ever actually sang that song. He wrote the wrote song. It. Yeah, I and don't I don't think he ever performed it, right. it and ended up selling it to Shonade. Shonade. Um to to perform so yeah i don't know that he uh, ever actually sang it i could be wrong on that but i don't think so uh yeah because he also did the song he wrote the song for is it suzanne vega uh yeah he that i mean that dude was so talented oh he wrote a lot yeah for a lot i didn't like it but i mean as an artist you mean or got well i just felt like or you and him just didn't click as people it was weird because it was like my respect simultaneously increased for him shortly following when i was like like when I was like this motherfucker like change your name to a symbol now once I was a little understood more about the reasoning and kind of where he was going with that but then when he was like rock is dead and I don't know like he I, I'm not saying he didn't earn it and I'm not saying he isn't one of the most talented artists we've ever seen he just had a phase where I was like I'm not on the same page with here bro right I think a lot of people go through that though I mean you know, if you're if you're an artist, you're going to go through those phases where you're going to change with the times, 
and kind of, you know, reflect what's going on in the world at that time. And I think that's kind of what he was trying to do, maybe. Yeah, right. Um, didn't, you know, didn't Eric, am I making this quote up that Eric Clapton said something to the effect when he was asked about being one of the greatest guitarists of all time? And he was like, I don't know, ask Prince. More or less know. insinuating that yeah. he he is the best He's guitarist the, that he knows. That Eric Clapton considers Prince. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I think uh, that's the quote. And it may be, but that's off topic. So let's move back. Um, yeah, I guess because of what started this entire conversation for me was the Blacklist album for Metallica. I went through and I looked at the album itself in terms of what they're doing. And it's 53 artists. Now, like we said, Miley's on there, but she's coupled with like Elton and Yo-Yo Ma and a couple of other, uh, Rob Trujillo from Metallica plays bass for her on that song. Like obviously 53 artists, but they're not all doing covers, but like nothing else matters on that album is covered like 11 times by 11 different artists. Why? See, and that's like, just, I couldn't listen to that 11 times I, in a row. There's no way. That's annoying as fuck. Uh, I think uh, Enter Sandman is done like six times. Sad But True is done like seven. So like it's all they for are, charity. It is. It is. And I get that. But it's like buying that album to have to listen to six versions of a song or 11 versions. I was like, no. Well, but I'm not you know, doing this that. goes back to buying any album, right? You're buying an album for three songs. And you know, I disagree. there's seven songs on there that aren't very good, probably. I disagree. Well, that's fine. I mean, you're allowed to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was the case, but obviously with today's streaming music, that's no longer the issue. Well, because you're not buying an album anymore. But but I do. Right. I still buy vinyl. I still buy vinyl, and, and I will listen to that's every song. you're a pompous... I mean, you, you know... What? Refine your own sugar. Yeah. Um, I don't refine the sugar. I just buy Demerara sugar, and I turn it into a syrup. I'm not refining shit. That's not how this works, Mac. So no. yeah. he's like, let me pivot. Moving away. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing. That's what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, obviously, being able to buy an album and listen to all 11 or 12 songs and being perfectly happy with all of them, that's tough. That's a tough sell. It does happen. There are bands out there that are fortunate enough to do that. But we're talking about strictly cover songs. If you've listened, if you were around when the Black Album came out, I've listened to it from beginning to end multiple times mm -hmm. as i'm sure all of y'all have but again to take 53 artists and have to listen to multiple versions of the same song i think i'd be like mm, no i'm not spending the money to get the album for that purpose or the time or the time good right right, right. And there's get, other shit i'd much rather listen to right and i get mac yes it's for charity and i totally support that and i'm perfectly fine with it much like the Miley I can just Cyrus. make a donation and not have to listen to the right. other <laughs> six songs that I don't want to hear. That are never going to be better than the original. Right. They're not. Uh, there's just something about if you grew up in that time hearing nothing else matters being belted out of James Hetfield's mouth. Like here again, we've all listened to probably multiple albums by Metallica. And when you hear a ballad like that coming from them, it just works. Well, you know, and, and fade to black. Nothing yeah. else matters. And once it's wired into your brain, it, it's, it's hard so to shift. Hard. It is. I mean, it's a funny analogy, but it reminds me of when we were talking about like, hey, if you could take any component of these chicken sandwiches that we all tried and mix and match, what would you do? And instantly, I think all of us were like, I don't know. Could you? Like, yeah, no, no, it would be so freaking weird. Right. Tasting this sauce on that chick. Like, no, like they, would it? they put time right. and effort and research into creating this. Right. Yeah, they they know reason. something we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, I asked my, my daughter this morning, we were talking about this topic and I, uh, I don't, I don't know what, what the actual specific discussion was, but she mentioned that on the suicide squad soundtrack, panic at the disco Mac, one of your favorite bands. Nothing wrong with that. Covered no, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. And I was like, no shit. Okay, didn't know that. So I looked it up. Like the first 24 seconds when they're doing that operatic uh, mm -hmm. intro to Bohemian Rhapsody could be anyone. Could Doesn't matter. Could be Queen. You can't tell the difference. But then when the guy starts singing, you're like, that's not Freddie. Whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Yuri. Thank you, Brendan Yuri. Like you go, that's not Freddie. Freddie had a very distinct voice. And there are certain singers out there that just have a distinct voice. And emulating that or or trying to to cover that song is exceedingly difficult, I have to imagine. So you either have to go wildly in a different direction or just abandon trying to cover it. And that's why I asked, are there certain songs out there 
that just shouldn't be done for that reason. I mean, I would. Well, you don't know until somebody until they get done. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I would say you know, artists that come to mind are like Janis Joplin. You know, it's so hard to replicate. Right kind of what she she was and you know and there's some odds and ends people that can pull it off but it's like they don't necessarily have all the other things you know um you know i think about like james brown is kind of a once in a lifetime elvis you know like there's just these these voices that like chris cornell as we already said um freddie mercury when you hear the song that way with that unique and strong like that uniquely strong vocal right it's it's signature. It's so hard to hear it any other way. Well, and see, it's I'm unfair. Gonna, but hey, if you're going to put yourself up there by trying to cover, you're going to get compared. Right. Right. Well, again, we've we've had somebody on this show in Fancy Ace who was on American Idol, where exclusively they're singing, they're covering songs. Yeah. Almost everything's a cover, and I know they've kind of gotten away from that in and, the modern and versions. It was fantastic. I'm sure it was. Just make sure Absolutely. we put that out there. Because we love fancy ace. We love fancy ace. Like modern versions of American Idol now, people will just start doing originals. Because, you know, and oh, well, we have to cover Whitney Houston. And everybody cringes. They go, yeah, it's never going to fucking happen. You're never going to be able to cover yeah. Whitney. Yeah. So sure. now it's almost like they're, they're trying to run with doing originals. And maybe that's a better option for them because now there's no preconceived, no preconceived notion about what that song should be like. But... Obviously, when American Idol started, all of it was you're just covering songs week in and week out. You're singing somebody else's song and trying to do it justice or trying to make it your own. And well, that's and a I, tough sell. And I think there can be like a happy you know, middle ground there. Like if you um, I don't know if any of you guys watched any of the rock star um, shows that were on. Uh, specifically, uh, rock star Supernova is what I'm thinking of, I believe. I don't even know what that is. What um, is that? It, it was basically it was it was a singing competition. This one was. Uh, Tommy Lee, Dave Navarro, and God, I'm drawing a blank on the guitarist from Metallica. Kirk Hammond. Um, no, the other one, the bassist. Rob Trujillo. Rob Trujillo yeah. or Jason Newstead. Jason Newstead. Okay. Um, and Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses were putting together their own band. And so basically the idea was that they were going to have this competition to find a front man. I was about to say, who's singing? None of them, right? No, 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 none of them. Okay, they okay. were looking for a lead singer. Um, gotcha. NXS did the same thing. They they did a rock star NXS. Is this like the, the Mark Wahlberg movie? <laughs> Rockstar. I think it was Rockstar, wasn't it? Where he plays. Uh, it may have been. He's like some fucking singer that's trying to make it, and a band picks him up. I think it was Rockstar. It might have been. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Anyway, they they were required to do covers, but then they also had to do you know every week you know every other week or every third week or something they had to do an original song um so you know you kind of got to see you know that they could you know not only just sing somebody else's song but they brought something else to the table right um where they could actually write music as well well you mentioned a band right there gilby clark and guns and roses like axel rose very distinct in terms of his his singing style well in his early days well, yeah, of course, in his early days, because I don't think he can carry a tune now in a fucking bag if he had to. Well, it's a side point, but that's a band that it, only this, like, only because the sum, like, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, did that band work. Right. Because Agreed. that motherfucker can't sing otherwise. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it just, you just put all the pieces together. And at oh, that God. time, at that time in history, it worked. Like, God I, I'm going to no, get him I to mean, sing, uh, what is it, acapella? Like, ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's uh, a lot of bands that, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you look at the lead singer and they, they can't sing for shit. But when you put them in a band with a specific song, it works. It, I mean, it's just, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Right. Although, uh, you know, it also reminds me of Journeys, uh, how they found their like new lead singer. Wasn't the guy like on YouTube? or something uh, covering songs and he sounds just fucking like him he does it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> it's like yeah holy e shit. except for the fact that he's like this little mini asian dude yeah yes. yeah and then you see him and you're like what <laughs> uh another one was um the guy when when allison chains found a new front man like yeah. he they sounded very and, eerily like lane staley and, and i saw them at the hard rock in vegas and uh was and of course they did a lane staley tribute um and i was actually very impressed yeah. sounds just like him it was perfect but i will tell you another band and they've got a cover that i i adore and i have since it came out and that's see there's careless whisper 
I fucking love that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Covering you know what? Uh, George that Michael. Is a, that is a very, very, very good cover. Oh, it is. that reminds me of Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Gotta have faith. Oh, fucking love that one too. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not I gonna love that I one. Do like, you don't like that one, huh? <laughs> no, I do. I do. Oh, I do. I do too. Oh, okay. I, do too. I okay. thought you were joking because I, I actually it, do like it. Like my yeah. brain went haywire. I was like, like, wait, what the fuck am I listening well, to? Well, I guess it would be nice. I was like, That's what am I listening to? As a matter of fact, it would be nice. He's right. It's like I don't know. Maybe there's a better analogy, but you 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 always you love apple pie. You always eat apple pie, and then one day you try cherry pie, and you're like, oh, this is also a good pie. That's right. You know, I mean. I don't know. I don't, maybe there's a better analogy out there, but I mean, no, I think when, when when you find a good cover, it's I think that's what it is. It works. It's, it's it's in the same realm of the song, the same spirit of the song, but it's just it's just different enough to where it just it wows you. In and the that's same what I'm saying, saying uh, yeah, is they they made that song distinctly Limp Biscuit, and that yeah, was an early I, album for them. I think that was their first album. Yeah, and they came out of the gate with that one. And I think, you know, like, and again, another point that I haven't, we haven't said quite this way, but I'll say it now, which is I love a good cover when you pull it off, but it's a risk and yes. more often than not you fail. Right. And if you fail, like it just, it, it just doesn't like, it doesn't resonate. It hits wrong. And I'm like, like no um, fucking way, you know, you, you sent it out uh, cameos word up covered by corn. <laughs> fucking phenomenal i love that song i do uh and the way it hits it's like shit that one that's works another example of like it maybe it was so foreign to what you thought right like you didn't have those antibodies built up you just took it for what it was because it didn't feel like it was trying to be the same thing again it was just so different yeah and it and it was completely different and it worked although then they turned around and covered double went down to georgia and it was fucking garbage but Horrible. Nickelback theirs, surprised us all. There's their crap, fucking guitar. Yeah. And again, I, I can take or leave the singing with Chad Kroger, but the fucking guitar is outrageous in that song. And yeah, I think I, I sent I, that out to you when it came out. And it was like, I played it. I played it for my wife. And she's like, is this a bench sevenfold? Because the guitar is just so fast. And I'm just, I was like, nope, you, you'll never guess. And she's, she's like, who? And I, I, she's like, who? And I'm like, Nickelback. She's like, fuck you. You're kidding. And I'm like, nope. Yeah, I mean, it's in my liked file now. I mean, I was like, holy shit, this is a damn good version. If you haven't heard it, go out and listen to it. It's phenomenal. Um, yeah, and, and again, sometimes, again, a band like Corn. sometimes you get one and you make it work. Sometimes you get one and you just turn it to shit. Uh, you know, the rock gods were obviously not smiling on them that day because Devil Went Down to Georgia was not a good one uh, with them. But, you know, how do you weigh your options? Again, I'm just curious to know, sitting in the room going, well, when we're going to do a cover, how do we decide? Again, like Garage Incorporated with Metallica, that whole album is not two, it's actually two CDs, um, all cover songs. And that's probably the only instance that's ever happened where a band made a, a album or two of all cover songs and everyone was a smashing success for the most part. And they worked. And they yeah. worked. Uh, yeah, it's just proof that one out of every hundred right just the job you're, done you're occasionally yeah and i think it. it also speaks to when you build a team that's that quality right you know and they've stayed together and they're friends and they they all have input in the process well yeah. now yeah. now yeah. they didn't used to but now they <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, I i to their credit they have they have continued to evolve enough to like maintain even though obviously you know I'm, with cliff burton tragic right. loss Right. You know, Jason Newstead got frustrated and left. I left, get it, right. you know, um, but they've, but they've kept on trucking and that's incredible. 40 fucking years and six members in the band total, six members over 40 years. So again, like, again, one of them passing away, another one leaving for personal reasons. So that's, that's not a bad record when you've been together 40 years and you've only replaced two people. Yeah. That's some longevity. Um, and again, you can probably make a cover song and make it work because you guys just click on a different level other yeah. bands yeah. other I mean, bands creatively you, you're on the same wavelength you right. start hearing and saying the song the same way and it's not that it's all i mean as we've seen like through the documentary of some kind of monster it's not that it has always been easy right you know, jason being in and out of you know treatment and james or james yeah uh, you know and it he strikes me as like you got to take the good with the bad like when he knows what he wants to get done it's probably magic, but he's a fucking pain in the ass in the meantime, you know, right. is what struck me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's how they persevered for so long. Yeah. And you work within those parameters. 
And it's um, funny because Kurt Hammett's always like, yeah, well, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the guy with the littlest ego. <laughs> yeah, he's like, tell me when we're playing. Right. That's, that, I just show up and do my thing. And Lars is like, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I sue somebody? Yeah. Um, yeah, but co- again, I love a good cover song. Grinch, like you, I love a good cover song, but when they're bad, they just suck. And then you're like, fuck, fuck it, you know? Um, it's cringeworthy when they're it bad. It is. It is. And well, I, I, do, I can't even tell you what makes it work when it works and what makes it shit when it's shit. But you well, know, I can, when tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you what, what it is when it doesn't work. It's, it's usually they, they just suck. Well, like their, 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 their interpretation of it sucks. They suck, you know, a combination well, thereof. Like they just. And I will say whether I like it or not, maybe 1% have ever made it through like into my actually, I'm going to listen to it on the regular. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, it's interesting, but I'm not going to listen to it over and the over original again. in most right. cases. Right. And that's the thing. If you're given a choice and you're going to go with the original, then what was the point of the cover? Yeah, personally, uh, another one I see a lot and, and Grinch, I don't know if you see this because I know you love to or you used to love to just YouTube the shit out of stuff was you'll see those things. What if typo negative covered X yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like uh, because uh-huh. Peter Steele was so distinct in terms of typo negative sound and his singing style. It's funny when you see those like what if typo negative covered it? And it's like, yeah, what? And, and, it, and if I do click on those. I give it like 10, 20 seconds. Right. And it's mostly, it's on. mostly I, regretful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, may he rest in peace, but yeah. Uh, and when I see those, I, I actually don't click on them. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing this to this man. I mean, it's going to be bullshit anyway. So I'm like, yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I had some moments and then now I'm like, eh, you know, <laughs> you're like, no, uh, if you had to pick one, just going around the room, if you had to pick one cover song, what would it be that you guys like anyone? Uh, I mean, we already mentioned turn the page. Uh, okay. I was about to say, if you say I, nothing yeah, else matters, I'm muting you. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, I, I don't know if you can call it a cover cause there's so many versions, but like I said, that pentatonics version of hallelujah is, is the, to me is, is the best one I've ever heard. You just upset Mac. I don't care. No, no, I haven't heard it. So I can't say, <laughs> of course you can. You can always say something. All right, Mac, what about you? Cover song. Uh, for me, probably hurt Johnny Cash. Was it? I, I don't know. There's just something about his voice in that song. Um, just really resonates to me for some reason. I don't know why. I gave you, I gave you shit in text. Has anybody covered like a drops of Jupiter? Has anybody covered a train song? Or do, you, <laughs> do you know? I'm not, I'm not being funny. I'm being dead fucking no, serious. No, I'm working on it right now. Give me, give you're, me time. You're working to cover it or you're Googling yeah. to see? Okay. No, I'm working to cover it. No, um. <laughs> It's going to be a long process because I got to learn to play guitar and a whole bunch of other shit and sing. Come down here. I'll teach you. Um, but no, I, do I, I don't know. I would be surprised if somebody did, you know, okay. and, and that, that's another great question, right? You know, what, what do you have to do to warrant somebody to cover you? Right. Yeah. Uh, how did everybody icon or, you know, I just think so. I, was trying I, don't to think. Know. Um, I can't remember who did it. I want to say it was like, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did a cover of uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, it's in the opening trailer to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's like a more the modern, remake, yeah, the remake it's like version, a remake right? of it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not the original Dragon Tattoo. Yes, the, yeah. well, the American version. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm the, saying. It's not, the remake. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Is it, you know, if it's, is it any good? Are you saying that because it it's, oh, okay. yeah, I think it is. I think it's a very cool version. But then you liked Foo Fighters and Dave Chappelle. So. Oh, no, I didn't like that at all. I was I wondering. Just, I was I just like, I said it to fuck with all of you. Okay. Cause that's why <laughs> I was like, that's a misery loves company. I, I had to burn my eyes out after what? this. I'm sharing it with you guys. What was the, and again, that's when you go, Dave, like Dave Grohl, what were you thinking? Thinking that that was a good idea. What were you trying to accomplish yeah. with that? Because yeah, it was immigrant garbage. song is the cover. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, if I play it, well, you have to strike. You'll have to like edit this out. Technically, yeah. Okay. He's like, I will play it anyway. Yeah. Again, I think we can agree. Some some songs work, some don't. Haas, what about you? If you had to pick one, we got Johnny Cash hurt. Mm-hmm. Grinch, who did you say? If you had to pick, uh, turn the page. Turn the page. Okay. By Metallica. Yep. Yep. Uh, what about you, Haas? Mm-hmm. Is it Probably, tough? yeah, uh, Cocaine by uh, Eric Clapton or uh, Tainted Love by Soft Cell are probably my top two favorite covers. 
So not not tainted love by Marilyn Manson. No, That's not tainted cool love by, by Gloria Jones. That is a cool or Manson. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, yeah, the Marilyn. I mean, but he's a dick. So fuck him. What was the other one? He did the uh, sweet, sweet dreams cover. Sweet, sweet dreams. dreams. Uh, was really which was yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That again, I, I would say yeah. For me, that was a good one. I liked it. Um, yeah, this is. I don't know. I I put a bunch in my cover list, and I'm like, like I've I've rattled off a few. Um, obviously, turn the page works. Whiskey in the jar in the air tonight. Oh, that might be right there near the top of the list. Come so, together so by Godsmack. Too too uh, cold wouldn't co wouldn't make it for you. Although, which uh, again, I guess it's not technically a cover, right? But no, I, I, yeah, it, it is. But Vanilla Ice covering his own song in a heavy metal version, which honestly it though worked for me. I was going to say, I don't know if you've played it for the other guys. I like the remix better than the original. Have you guys heard this why. fucker? Mm -mm. Oh, oh, you got to play it. I'll play it. Uh, he did an album called Too Cold, and in it, he covers a number of songs. I don't remember he said cover. He remakes them because they're his own songs, right? Well, not all of them, no. Oh, are they not? I only listened to them one, so. Yeah, but there, there are a number. Again, I think like careless whisper probably ranks up there breaking benjamin and I, of course i mentioned that queen covering queen is a tough sell but breaking benjamin did um who wants to live forever which was off the highlander soundtrack queen uh wrote the song i think it was on some kind of magic was the album it was on for queen in the 80s and breaking benjamin covered it and i really like that song some songs i think just work so i would probably say something like that for me like a careless whisper by seether uh non-points in the air tonight I could throw out a couple of honorable mentions if you want me to. Um, but those work for me. And again, I think probably all the covers that I enjoy are heavier covers. It's like they're taking a song and just they're a heavier genre. And for me, it just works with the guitar. Word Up by Korn. I just love those songs. <laughs> and they're ones I'll just listen to well, well and above the original. I'll listen to those first. Not that I don't love George Michael. May he Five Finger Death Punch is bad company bad company yeah, yeah that one. is that is a good one yep so yeah covers yes no i think we agree covered there's a place for covers yeah there are there is a place for them we're not saying get rid of them yeah we're but just saying yeah. there needs there's to be also a place in hell for most people that do cover they do covers right there's a special place in hell for you <laughs> yeah 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 and it's if like, you don't get it which is more likely than not you right. just don't yeah. get it and so that, and that's, I guess that's the part I would love if anybody knows anybody that's in a band that would love to come on the show, please feel free to reach out to us again, spirited debates at gmail.com. We would love to talk to them. And just like, if you're doing a cover, how do you choose a cover? Why do you choose a cover? You know, and how do you make it work? How do you pull it off? And is there backlash when it doesn't work? Of course. Before we wrap up, does anybody have anything else? I did forget about corns and other brick in the wall. I heard it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds I, I don't interesting. Know. Mm. you can give it a listen no. i'm not sure how i felt about okay. it okay I, I had i didn't even know they covered it and i came across it i was like oh well i'll give this and a this listen. is another instance where pink floyd is such a unique sound it, it's right. you, you run an extreme risk trying to cover their that's work. a tall that's a tall ask right there i agree well, and again we could do this all day i know i love rock yeah. and roll we Joe could Jet, do this which all day. wasn't originally sung by her right actually that's what you're um, just playing is on this list Johnny Cash did a cover of Rusted Cage by Soundgarden, no which shit. is really good too. Yeah, really? he did. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have to look that one up. Rob Zombie were an American band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's an interesting one. We're an American band. That's right. Yeah, well, again, as always, thank you, gentlemen, for your perspective, right or wrong. Um, I'm always right, which we know. Oh, you're always right to be wrong. Another good cover. What is it? Mad World. Oh yeah. Okay. Originally yeah, by Tears yeah, for yeah. Fears, but uh and that's yeah. another one that you know most people probably don't realize that that's a cover. Yeah, that's a fantastic song. Can I can I continue or are you gonna keep interrupting? You need to start talking. You just, you just have to wait and find out. <laughs> and as Stay always. Tuned. Yeah, feel free to go back and check out our episodes. We've got 60 of them in the bank. You can listen to a spirited debate. You can listen to a liquor leagues. You can do whatever the fuck you please, just as long as you're listening. We don't care. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. As always, I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, love you guys week in and week out doing this. And we will do this again next week.
As always, from all of us here at A Spirited Debate, we'd ask that you'd like, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at A Spirited Debate, feel free. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter at Spirited Debates, you can drop us a line there, or you can check out our website at aspirateddebate.com. Uh, as always, you can like, follow, listen at your leisure. It's truly up to you. We just love having everybody here, but always please feel free to drop us an email at spirateddebates at gmail.com. Let us know drink recipes you'd like us to try or topics you'd like us to debate. We would be glad to do that. Maybe possibly we will reach out to you as, as we have done and have somebody on. Uh, if you have a topic that you'd like us to try uh, to debate, we could have you on and, and let you debate it with us. So please feel free to drop us a line and let us know. And as always, gentlemen, we close out the show. Salud. Cheers.